bitches. If no one told you they love you today, I love you because you are you. It's Monday. Let's see. It's Monday the 30th. One of my nephews who lives in Israel's birthday today. Happy birthday, Reuven Robert, my brother's youngest son. And I shared about my brother so many times, you know. Passed away in 2010 unexpectedly, my best friend, my younger brother. And he has like 13 or 14 grandchildren now with Alibi, right? Amazing, just. And I'm sure he's looking down from heaven and going, see, the Mendelssohn name is lasting for a very long time, or it will last for a long time. So, anywho, I wanted to talk about this article. You know, I love the LA Times. I've been an LA Times subscriber since the 80s, and I love the paper. I love the feel of the paper, you know. I just, I get it online, but I'd much rather get it in the paper so you can like feel the paper, the sound of the paper excites me. Silly things that excite me. The things that make me happy, a roof over my head, sobriety number one, roof over my head. Um, being with my husband, daughter Lisa Brown, who's coming to our lives, and our animals that we love so much, and people, people everywhere, especially on TikTok, since I've come on TikTok. You know, I came on TikTok looking for my grandsons and I found a whole new world of grandsons, granddaughters, everybody that I've met on TikTok are amazing. So I just wanted to say that. So let me read this article. Opening up to my bisexuality, marriage to a man didn't end my curiosity by Leah Folter. I've had an open marriage for a year and a half now. Katie was the first woman on a dating app to ask me out. She was a medical researcher who was my direct funny, was direct funny and wrote ha-ha when I made jokes. I don't say ha-ha anymore when my husband makes jokes because it's the same jokes I've heard for 20 years. I go, oh, do I have to listen to this again? I say to myself in my inside voice. Or shut up, I say in my inside. We all have that inside voice, right? <laughs> I was so smitten that I didn't even care and have to drive to the west side to meet her. She lives in West Hollywood, California. I live in North Hollywood. So I always thought I wasn't bi enough to identify that way. But on the apps, I was having what I've been told is a typical bisexual experience. Dating men was like trying to find a, ne a needle. Hey, in a needle stack. But dating women reminded me of a meteor shower in Palm Springs I stayed up to watch years ago. I saw a handful of evasive shy shooting stars out of the corner of my eye, and by the time I glanced in the right direction, they were already gone. My first date was with a woman, Gretchen, a tall artist from a showbiz family. It turned out to be her first date with a woman, too. But our chat over ice cream in Larchmont Village not only had no spark, it was such a chemistry boy that I went home feeling like, like I'd forgotten what it's like to be attracted to anybody at all. My one night stand with a 25-year-old executive was a ton of fun, but the frequency with which she used the words vibes as its own one-word sentence really highlighted our generation gap. 
We mutually ghosted each other. Nevertheless, my interest in she's persisted. On TikTok, a creator I like, who's known for her lesbian thirst traps, began remarking on how many of her followers were women in straight marriages. Was I having so much trouble dating women because I was just a run-of-the-mill straight interloping fraud? And the real queer community could tell. I grew up a boy, boy crazy in sleepy, sterile Orange County. Ain't that the truth about Orange County, honey? Don't forget. I worked in Orange County for 10 months. I don't think you could have used the word dick or the JJ in Orange County without somebody turning red. I wanted to have a relationship with a woman someday, but I had my hands full or more, more accurately, completely empty, pursuing far more plentiful, visible straight guys. I moved to L.A. for college and fooled around once with a woman fueled by the cheapest of beers. The experience didn't light my fire. My first boyfriend, a beautiful golden retriever man and the love of my life, became my husband. And the rest was hetero passing history until we decided to experiment with non-monogamy and explore our bi curiosity. As for Katie, she invited me to a bar that she mentioned was right next to her place in Santa Monica. A detail that made me spend extra time deciding what underwear to put on. She had a beautiful grin that wasn't in her pictures, had curves like a Renaissance painting, and was easy to talk to. On a warm Thursday night, I could smell the ocean from our table outside as she told me about being polyamorous in New York before moving to L.A. for work. She was also married to a man, but exclusively dating women. She was much more successful at it than I was. <clears throat> I didn't detect any flirtiness from her, especially when she yawned and mentioned an early doctor's appointment the next morning. Then again, she actually mentioned I was gorgeous. I'd heard jokes before about how newbies to same-sex dating can have a tough time feeling out a friend hang or a friendly date. I can't stand ambiguity. Look it up. I worry that asking bluntly for her feelings would kill my chances if she was just making up her mind about me. We were both surprised to hear it would last, last call at 9.45, and I thought it would clarify things to ask if she wanted to take a walk to the beach or get some sleep. Her answer didn't clarify things. She said the beach was kind of far, but we could start walking there and see if we made it. On our walk, we chatted about her fascinating job uh, and and other partners. I overshared about my family, nice one, me. And it was a, it felt as if we, we arrived at the cement fence above Pacific Coast Highway. Listening to the waves, I thought it seemed like the kind of spot you go if you wanted a date to make a movie. As we talked, I took a half step up in her direction, but she took an equal half step away. We were lingering, but her body was turned to the ocean. I'm not a night owl. And finally, she said, I had to know what she was thinking. Well, we should probably get you to bed, I said, and I want to kiss you, but I don't know if you want that. Without missing a beat, she threw her arms open and welcomed me toward her. Oh. She kissed me very slowly and intensely with decisive hands, gently coming, com commanding my head. Here was the fire, all the ambiguity, and maybe I'm just a bit curious. 
pretender, a bi-curious pretender, easily melted away as we made out. The drive to Santa Monica suddenly seemed like the smallest inconvenience, and on the walk back to my car, I was giddy and light. In retrospect, maybe my urge to keep trying all this time was the only sign I needed that my bisexuality was real. I hope I keep seeing Katie, but in any case, I feel as if I got to experience looking at a shooting star for the first time. Wow. The author is one half of a comedy screenwriting team with Leah Woodward. She lives in West Hollywood with her husband, Tim Harold. She's on TikTok at Newton Monogamy and Instagram is Leah Folter. Well, let's talk about that, opening up to bisexuality, um, because I'll tell you my experiences with it, okay? All right, so when I was divorced from the first Mr. S.J., and I moved to Roslyn Heights, and, you know, I was, you know, ready to start dating people, men. I mean, that's what I've always dated, and that's what I was going to date. So I started hanging out with this couple that owned a clothing store, and I really liked them, and I thought they were interesting. I had no idea that the woman was interested in me because I'd never experienced that before in my life, my total life, never, ever, ever. So um, that was an interesting experience. I was interested in the husband. I thought, you know, I want to, I'm interested in finding out about swinging, you know, my generation. That was an interesting thing. So I thought I'm more interested in the husband they have than I am in her. And But I went with them to their apartment um, and she and I took a shower together and I had no interest in her whatsoever. But she told me when we were taking a shower together, she said, if I was ever in prison, I'd become a lesbian. I went, okay, that's great. But I have no interest in this. This does not interest me. But we went out on a double date with a guy that I had dated, and I thought maybe with the four of us would have a swinging good time, but I changed my I was more interested in the guy. So that was one experience I had. The other experience is that I was dating Mr. Like, hard, long, big dick when I moved here to Los Angeles. You know, Martin Oakley's dead, so I can say this. I've shared about him before. And he had had an open relationship with his wife before and I had no idea that um you know what that meant I didn't know what an open relationship was you know I'd been to like this these different bars in New York City uh, with transgender people you know with that was more interesting to me than anything they weren't transgender you know um they were trans they were gay uh th those were the people I always hung around with because I thought um, drag queens, you know, gay men were always more interesting to me because they always did my hair and my makeup. So, and I've got great hair and I've got a, a pretty decent face. So I dated, uh, you know, different. I even went out with a lot of gay men trying to convince them to be straight. <laughs> was that ridiculous or what? Anyway, so basically what happened was uh, he wants, he, he was had an open marriage with his. He was into swinging. And what I found in my experience with this whole swinging thing, open marriages and stuff, once you step over the line, you can never go back. And when we moved to Cleveland, he and I, he was like, you know, we used to go to, because I, 
God love the Cleveland people. They happen to make me the star of Cleveland. I mean, you probably think that that's what is the star of Cleveland? Cabaret star. I performed in all the cabarets in Cleveland. Oh, my God. <clears throat> all the clubs and gay clubs and tracks disco and so many places and country clubs. But he wanted an open relationship. And I said, okay, I'll try it. So we were dancing in this club one night. And this woman comes up to me and she goes, do you want to go home with me? I said, I'll only go home with you if you take my boyfriend. She said, forget the boyfriend. I just want you. And I said, you know what? Forget it. I just, you know, I just didn't go in that direction. Not that I didn't want to. I didn't, you know, it didn't interest me. It's never interested me. I've never, you know, from the time I was a little girl and I hated walking and we had like a really handsome cousin. His name was Al and my mother was trying to force me to walk. I was a talker. I wasn't a walker. My brother walked right away. I, I was afraid to walk. I don't know why. And he said, Sandra, come over here. And that's when I started walking because he was a handsome guy. And my uncle always had gorgeous guy friends. My uncle was my babysitter, um, just an amazing man, still alive today, the 94 this year. Oh, my God. I'm so lucky. My only remaining uncle alive. And I got to thank my higher power for that. So um, I would always hang out with his friends when they came back from, from Korea. They were gorgeous. They were in a uniform. You know, my father had three brothers. They were very handsome. So, I mean, that's always been my thing. I think when you know, you know, you know, what your sexuality is. And, you know, I would never have an open marriage. That's just not my thing. Because knowing me, being a recovering alcoholic, 37 years plus, if that happened for me, I would probably, um, you know, go out drinking again. You know that famous song Dinah Washington sang, drinking again, and I don't want that. So I know my limitations. I know once I step over the crack, you can never come back. I'm not opposed to it. You know, if that's what works for you and your relationships, you know, that's great. I think that's wonderful. You know, whatever works for you, it just has never worked for me. And if I, you know, people say, oh, you haven't met the right woman. But I'm not interested in women. I'm interested in men. My famous song was, it's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. Amen. That's always been my thing. You know, good looking man, chubby men, younger men, men. So that's always been my thing, you know. So I never went out looking for a woman to sleep with and... That's just the true story of my life. But I definitely would like to interview this lovely woman, this Leah Folta. I mean, she's an interesting person, and I'm following her on TikTok right now because I think that, and I'm not sure, you know, when you're born, you know, you're specifically, whether it's trans people that are my friends now who I love so much, um, you know, I'm not sure like what what it's all about and how we are born that way. But, you know, that song that Lady Gaga sing, because I was born that way, you know, it's always like in pursuit of men. 
That's my story. Gilf, milf, gilf, you know. So, I mean, that's, that's my life. So, and I'm not, you know, not interested in a, another form of life. And, you know, I'm not yet in another form of life. So I just want to say that I really appreciate people who are open, you know, about their lives and what they want in their life and what they want from their life. And that's a very, very important thing. So I appreciate this article. I have to do, you know, I'm going to write my book, My Life as a Milk. That's my book. That's the name of my book. I'm going to write a book about that because, you know, I've had a lot of experience with that and, you know, pursuit of that. And as you know, I've shared about this before because one of my best friends is on that new TLC show, Milf Manor. And where they're like, the big reveal is their sons are also on the show, but they have to watch their sons date other mothers. And the mothers have to watch their sons date. Um, oh, it's just so confusing. The sons, but you know what? My friend's son is a real gentleman. She raised him right. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I can't answer anything about that because I'm not going to give the plots away. Or, But, you know, reality tel television is amazing. I just have to say, because I've been on, you know, three reality shows or four. Let me, yeah, but I've been on. Like, first show I was ever on was Beverly Hills Porn, where I bought Elizabeth. You know, I'm a brooch person, although I don't have the money anymore to buy anything. I used to buy brooches. I love antique brooches. And so I bought Elizabeth Taylor's brooch back in the day, and 10 years ago. And then all of a sudden, people were asking me for money. Well, the brooch was very expensive. I'm not going to lie. Okay. And then after that, I got my tattoo on Bad Tattoo. I had a tattoo removed, and they put a new one on, um, my tram stamp, Ma Kitty. And then, of course, I was on, like, AGT, Bubby's No Best, you know, all the different shows uh, that are reality-based shows. And I love them because, you know, you can get to be yourself, who you are and what you're all about and speak your mind and talk about a lot of things. You know, when I got that tattoo, by the way, the first time I got a tattoo, oh, my God, I was loaded, so I didn't feel the pain. But this time, I couldn't stop crying from the pain, and it's a big tattoo, you know. So <clears throat> for those of you who have seen it, I put it on TikTok. It's my Ma Kitty emblem. Take a look. It's somewhere down there someplace, and um, it hurt. And then, of course, AGT. I used to be a singer, you know, and I kissed Simon Cowell. What a, what a great kisser that Simon Cowell is. And I know I, I walked away from the opening up to my bisexuality article I read, but, you know, Simon Cowell, he's a Libra. He's hot. So I'm just saying that right now. Gorgeous. Howie Mandel didn't like me. Harry, Howie Harry, whatever the hell your name is. And it's interesting. His parents owned a lighting company in Canada. And so did your TikTok Bubby owned a lighting company down here. And Heidi Klum, gorgeous person. One of the Spice Girls, do I even remember her name? I don't because she hated uh, She said, well, the first time I was very impressed with you, but now you're pushing it too much. Because they had me dressed like Judy Garland in the Get Happy outfit, right, from Summerstock. 
forget your troubles, come on, get happy. But I didn't sing that song, okay? They had me sing, uh, they wanted me to sing Fever, but I, I sang, my heart belongs to daddy. Okay, I wanted to say my heart belongs to Simon because I had the biggest crush on Simon. We all know that. And um, that's it. So, I mean, that's my story. You know, I'm sticking to it. So men have been like my life and I'm not going to, and I know there's a lot of people on TikTok who can say men have been their life too, but more power to this woman, Leah, you know, putting it in print. That's pretty amazing. And um, the care and feeding of an old lady, that's me. When, by the way, you know, it's interesting on my AOL because I still have AOL, you know, um, by the way, and AOL keeps sending me these. I've got to read some of these things. I just can't believe the things AOL sends me. Let's take a look. Oh, so there you go. AOL always sends me things like dead penis. Men's stiffening tonic increases thickness. Why do I always get stuff like that on my AOL? I mean, it's just crazy. I get everything about that. It's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the stupid, dead, another dead penis, ED fix, semen booster. I mean, come on. It's so ridiculous that I keep getting stuff like this. I don't ask for it. No, I don't need it. That is so funny, right? Of course, right. It's ridiculous. What do I care about that? You know what I'm saying? They have the little blue pill now, folks. I don't need anything else. So. <laughs> anyway, oh, my God, I'm just looking at all of these. So anyway, oh, and Yeti backpack. I can get it or I can get an iPhone 13. This is all fishing. Titan XL, the new all natural. Uh, come on. Come on, as my friend back east on TikTok, what does it say? Come on. You know, you know what that means in Italian. Well, figure it out. Look it up. Anyway, so ridiculous. The only thing that came into my email that I love is mutts, daily mutts. I love mutts. Oh, Patrick McConnell, I love your mutts about cats. It's so beautiful. Anyway, well, we'll be talking. We'll be talking again very soon and I'll let you know what's going on with me and hopefully this gal will come in so I could ask her some questions and different people who I might and I do have a therapist who wanted to be on my podcast but we were when we were in our live yesterday last night watching the Chiefs win for Lisa playing Scrabble guess what a woman who's a therapist OCD and anxiety reached out to me, but I don't know who it is. So I hope she'll reach out to me again on TikTok. I'll make mention of it now. And uh, if no one told you they love you today, TikTok Bubby loves you because you're you. So be yourself. Whoever that is, just be yourself. Woo